Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, February 8, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Actually, there's a ton of stuff on the docket, so here's the deal. Seatbelts on, tray tables in the upright position, we're going to be in for a wild ride. Let's talk about what's jumping off the page on the daily chart. The first thing we have going is the same thing we've been discussing. Is this going to be an A down, B up, and C down, or is it going to be, at least for now, the A leg up from the bottom, the B leg down, maybe it's made a low over here, and now are we in the midst of a C leg higher, which will officially complete above the high of the A leg. Now, that's what we've been discussing over and over and over again. So here's the deal. It leads into something that happened earlier today. We'll get to that later, but keep this in mind. It's one of those sticky note things. Everything happens from a bigger perspective down to a smaller perspective, a la bigger time frames down to smaller time frames, and vice versa. Things morph from smaller time frames to bigger time frames. Bigger time frames tend to be the dominant thing that's driving the larger trend in the market. So it works both ways. That's why you have to look at a wide variety of charts and understand what the market's trying to do from the bigger picture perspective. So for today, and what you'll see later inside the numbers, is that I had in the back of my mind this larger picture, this pattern that may be developing on the daily chart. Now, there's a couple of other things working. We already talked about two possibilities. One is the short-term bull case. The other is the bear case. What about something different? So the market came down from the high it made, and we'll talk about that high again in a moment. Now, it's basically going sideways, eating time off the clock. Can this be a bear flag pattern that goes down like this? And the answer is, yes, it can. What's on the other side? Well, when you look above, we have a gap up there. We'll call it 455, 456. And don't forget, when the market ran up to this spot, by the fact that it was immediately rejected from that spot tells us that that spot is important. So we're talking about the official spot of the pivot high, 458.12. Now, here's where I'm going with this. Again, sticky note stuff. Just because, and this goes to the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate crew, just because the market may be in the midst of a sea leg higher doesn't mean they're going to blow right through this gap, the 100-period moving average, the pivot high that's important by the market telling us by running up to it and getting rejected doesn't mean it's going to blow through all that stuff. It can, it may not. Sticky note stuff. I think it's worth taking a look at the weekly chart. Let's put things in perspective. Again, longer term, what's the market trying to do? Daily chart looks like it's trying to do one of those ABC routines. The weekly chart it's not really what it's saying. We don't see the same thing we see on the daily chart. We see something different. But let me tell you what I see. I see a big breakdown candle. They already ran a test of the high. So if they're back up there, are they going to get rejected again? Or are they going to run up to fill that gap that we just looked at? 
That's what the gap looks like on the weekly chart. And the question is, are they really just going to blow through this stuff? And if they are, they're above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend, all that stuff. Or are they going to run up to make a test of this stuff, having put in, and sticky note stuff, write this stuff down, having put in, if they do that, a bearish wedgish pattern, right? We come down, have a sharp rally, come right back up, that's a bear wedge. Are they going to stay there and run sideways and make new highs? Or are they going to get rejected that will have been running a test of a former breakdown area? How do we know that? Well, the market was up in this neck of the woods. It was trading up here. All of a sudden, this big breakdown candle is evidence. It's on the chart. It's visually telling us what happened. The market broke down below the moving averages, and here we are today. So it's coming back to run a test of a former breakdown area. It's running a test maybe of another or another test of the breakdown candle high. Maybe it's going to fill the gap. Maybe they don't even get there. I'm just doing the mind dump. Remember, inside my head is a dangerous place to be. What I'm doing is I'm giving you my thought process out loud. Didn't we look at this chart yesterday? This is the 240 chart. Didn't we say, and we focused on this candle here, ending 1330 yesterday, not yesterday, on the 4th of February? And we said that was a low, so essentially it's a breakup candle. Are they eating time off the clock inside that breakup candle? Now they're breaking up to the upside. So whether you believe in that concept or not, they're still breaking up. We still looked at this chart and had that conversation. How about this one? We had this conversation too, so check this out. Break up candle low, 445.60. We talked about this last night. So what did they do? They ran a test over here yesterday into the close. We talked about the importance of 446. We'll get back to that later. Guess what? Today they did the same routine. They just went a little lower. They made it look like it was ugly. They made it look like they were failing right before rut, right before the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate crew turned the tables. Did they give a signal they were going to turn the tables before they turned the tables at today's low? And the answer is, yes, they did. And guess what? That's not Monday morning quarterback stuff. That was discussed in the live room and put on the notes basically in real time before the rip your face off rally ensued. That's right. We'll get back to that in a couple of minutes. In fact, let's not wait a couple of minutes. Let's do it right now. The early thoughts from inside the numbers were, it's turnaround Tuesday. What does that mean? Is it a joke that I put it up every Tuesday? Not really. It's turnaround Tuesday means a lot of times, whatever the market did on Monday, they're going to do the opposite on Tuesday, or they have one of those intraday turnarounds on Tuesday. It's not a thing you trade from. It's a mindset. It's an awareness. They seem to turn around on Tuesdays for whatever reason. I didn't make it up. I'm just reporting the information. They didn't get very far overnight. They were a little up. They were a little down. So we get right into the numbers. 446 from yesterday is still important. Right out of the chute, zero dark 30, 446 is important. We have something down below if they start selling off and really get below. We would have had the numbers had we needed them. You'll see how the day unfolds as we scroll up in a little bit. Now, another sticky note stuff. Turn the page rip off the top note, and start a new one. 
Write this one down, 449.15. You could just round it to 449. I was getting a little cute this morning. But there's a reason you're writing that down. It's going to come back around. Now, as we get going, around 8.30, she tested some lower stuff this morning. Does that mean the pit session crew needs to do the same or lower? It's an awareness. We've got our pulse on the market. This is the pregame warm-up routine. 9.20, using yesterday's late hint around 4.46, it's important, and if they start getting below, it opens the door for the Bears to push price a lot lower if they want. We'll have the numbers as they get going. So let's fast forward a little bit and get to the juicy stuff. We've got some numbers posted on the board, but don't focus on that now because there's stuff that's more important that'll give you a better idea of how this all works. We had a quick trade in Pfizer. We'll get back to stocks on the move later. They were trading in a range, so things were a little bit slow. 447.60 up north, 445.85 down south. That's the range. Above one, below the other is where the market heats up a little bit. 950. Bottom of the range being tested. It's showtime for the Bulls to play defense or they'll lose. I'm not saying it's a trade, and this is really a not saying it's a trade yet. However, aggressive traders can trade against the low. If they break it, it could be a fast drop, high risk. Remember, 446 isn't nearly the same as it was yesterday. So we've got something for everybody. There's traders that want to buy the low. They want to take the aggressive trade. They understand the risk. There are other traders that want more of a conservative type approach. So stay tuned. We've got something for everybody. And I'm not just talking about stocks on the move or the SPY or whatever equivalent you're trading, options, leveraged exchange traded products, it doesn't matter. They're all directional trades. We'll keep going a little bit, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Now 10.05, there's nothing bullish on the tape at present. They're pointing lower. If they do the quick turnaround thing, so be it. If they close candles below, this was the low from yesterday, 445.85, the Bears have the ball. There will be a bull-bear battle along the way. It's still showtime, and the Bulls can stage a rescue if they get the guts. Now, here's where it starts to get interesting. About 10.20, something jumps off the chart at me. It basically slapped me in the face. So Jordan in the live room was in the middle of a discussion about, I believe it was about entering orders, and he was giving a good speech or a good talk on order process and things like that. And I basically had to cut in and say, I need the thing for a minute. I need the microphone. So I went on into the room and I said, I think we've got a full stack. We were around the lows of the day. It was 10.20 a.m. So we talked about that. And I'm going to go to the chart and show you what I showed them in the room. But at 10.30, here's something just discussed in the live room. We've got a full stack on our hands for a rally in the SPY. Doesn't mean they'll do it. But it means as long as they don't get below and stay below 445.22, and that was the new low, it's intact. Traders that have taken the lazy e-mini trader course should be able to identify and find it. They don't always work, but they work a lot of the time. Okay, here's a five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 446.35 is the line. They were above 446. They were hanging around this price. A little above it a little below it when I made the speech in the room and I posted the thing inside the numbers. This is what happened next. Let's see when it happened. 
So the post was made at 10.30. I was in the room at 10.20. This is 10.40, 10.45, 10.50, and so on. So all of a sudden, somebody sparked the match. The jet fuel got going, and here comes the rocket ride. How do you like them apples? And a how you doing wrapped up into one. Here's an hourly chart. They were on time into the low, into an important spot that we knew about from yesterday, sitting above the 100 period moving average, and you had a good risk reward setup. What does that mean? This was the low right here at 445.22. I'm talking about getting into the trade about a dollar higher on a $446 stock. That's a low risk reward. Remember this chart, the 120 chart? What did they do? They ran a test of that breakup candle low. The stars were lining up. This is what I teach. This is the setup. Remember 449? That was really the first profit target that was discussed in the live room. I gave a number sooner than that, but this was really the one that I specified. And just to prove the point, this is where Jordan took the profit, the first profit on the trade. For those of you that don't know, Jordan is the moderator of the room. He is the star student. All right, I think you get the point. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to scroll up. You're going to read the notes, pause the video, go back to the charts to double-check the work. Look, there you go. At present, it's a risk-free, emotionless trade, and it just kept going. Traders long the SPY or another vehicle need to take profit around 449. This is a blockbuster trade. This is what you sign up for. This business takes patience. Again, pause the video, read the notes. I just want to finish the notes. We're going to go over stocks on the move in a moment, but let me specify this. This business takes patience. You're not going to get these kind of trades all the time, but you're going to get them. You have to be able to identify them. You have to understand why they're happening. You have to have a legitimate profit target. That's how you treat it as a business. If you have to lose, we want to lose small and fast. This was a great example of if we were going to lose, it would have been small and fast, and that's the kind you want, especially when you have a full stack. Stocks on the move. We had a nice laundry list today, but only two hit their profit objectives or entry target, PFE and NVIDIA. The rest are off the board. There are no trades. Pfizer did the deal right out of the chute, went lower, went higher again. Obviously, the number worked. The numbers work. They gave the minimum required base hit right out of the chute in the first few minutes of the day. You bag a profit and move on. If it comes back down, that's okay. You have a profit in your pocket. NVIDIA didn't do the deal in the manner in which we prefer. They came in here pretty close, bounced away. Then they did the thing, but guess what? The numbers work. Look at that rip in NVIDIA. There were two more given out in the live room today, GPN, Again, they did the same thing NVIDIA did, not the preferred way, but the takeaway is the numbers work. What was the low in this candle? 140.31, 140.30, and then they took off to the upside. That was low of day. Same thing in INCY. They didn't hit the second number. They came up short, but the first number worked. You could see what happened after the fact. This is the takeaway. The live room, people are making money. Inside the numbers, people are making money. It's not an easy business, but if you put these three things together, the foundation of how markets work from the Lazy E-Mini Trader course, the continuing education, which is these videos every single night, and then the PhD of Inside the Numbers and the live room, 
you're ahead of the power curve. Sure beats guessing and gambling, which is what most traders do, even though they don't believe they're doing that. Remember yesterday's IWM? It had relative strength. Today, they've started the sea leg. They're almost finished, at least from an official standpoint. This is my favorite market leading indicator. There's a lot of resistance around 203.90, which is this high over here, and about 205, 206, a lot of overhead resistance in that zone. Put that on a sticky note. What about the folks down at the transportation department? We had divergences yesterday, and this was essentially one of them. But now, it appears, at least from a chart pattern perspective, we're beginning the sea leg of what could be the ABC. We don't know it is, but this is what seems to be developing based on all the other stuff that we discussed. Relative weakness, however, not necessarily today, but relative weakness against, for example, the IWM. Look where it was on the chart. Look where this is on the chart. Just things for now that are of note about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Austin, Texas Annex people. So check this out. Are they in the midst of an ABC? This is in a different position than the other charts. Or are they going to continue doing the bear flag thing that they've been doing? Now, they can't bust above these highs. And as long as they can't do that, that's what's developing on this chart. This one is far from completing or even really getting close to an ABC or at least the C leg. Different position. We treat each chart independent of one another. Puzzle piece of note on the table. You know the story with the financials, without the financials, the market's not going to fall apart. Here they are, above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until she tosses your shit out the window. Where are they going? 41 and a quarter, give or take, they're going to fill the gap. Smash Mouth looks much the same as many of the other charts. This one is kind of playing along. You have the same scenario where are they going to run right up past this pivot high? Are they going to fill the gap? Are they going to get rejected? Are they going to go sideways up here, build some energy to go higher again? We don't know, but these are the things that you have to be thinking about as they approach that price level. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.